0: Hi, my name's Sean Taylor. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. Oh, I got a point over here. Here we go. A.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter fame. And for the yeah. second consecutive week, we are going to kind of interrupt our normally scheduled programming, whatever that phrase is they use on TV, for a bit of news of, let's call it of a different magnitude than the news that we did last week. Like, if we felt like we wanted to do something last week, this week had to do something. I'm not going to spoil anything else, Chris. I'm going to let you take this wherever you want to go from
1: here. You
0: just tell me when to click buttons.
1: I'm so excited. <laughs> OK, this this new, this new is big, big news, which I'm sure everyone has already heard, but you're just here to hear our reactions or, or reviews of it. Big news, very big news. Is it fair
0: to say this... the biggest news since the end of Korra? Is that fair to say?
1: Oh, without a doubt. But I think so.
0: Only the only like, close things would be like the novels and the initial announcement of a Netflix live action series. Like at the time,
1: <laughs> that was. Funny, if, you, if you go back and watch our uh, reaction to the Netflix announcement, I was super excited. Like super, super excited for it. Um, which is so weird. So. <laughs> where, to where I'm at now, like my excitement for this movie, for that Netflix adaptation, has just went. It went from I am just like so excited for this. I've been dreaming of this literally whole life to just pew, 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 pew. now I'm just like, just don't do it. Don't do it, guys. Every, Mike and Brian left. That took my excitement out. And then I'm just like, well, they probably left for a good reason. And then those recent rumors, I just like, uh, whatever. It's, it's like, Even though those are rumors, I, I don't believe them, but believe in their plausibility, which... Uh, oftentimes, perception is reality, and, and my, or believers is reality, and then uh, that also just tanked my excitement for it. So now with this announcement, I, mean, I would say I was more excited for that Netflix news than I think I am about this, but this is definitely more bigger, more impactful news.
0: I'm not trying to bash the initial live action announcement and make it look like I'm cooler than I really am, because I'm not cool. I don't like live-action remakes of anything, and I've always been on board of that train. So I was still very, very excited, but I'm infinitely more excited for this. Uh, News-wise, tomato, tomato, that's all huge, but, like, I don't live-action, ex- especially now. I, like, extra hate it. just added fuel to my <laughs> my Disney live-action remake, Hatred Fire. Uh, which, so <laughs> I'm way more just, excited for this.
1: Uh, yeah, so the news is, is that Paramount+, Plus, which is the... N- updated streaming service for Viacom, which Viacom used to have CBS all access, which they just had like CBS things on there and a couple other original content. But they're merging all of their content together to create Paramount Plus. And of course, uh, Viacom owns Nickelodeon, and Nickelodeon owns Avatar, and so they have given Michael I don't know, Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Konietzko they're giving them the keys to create their own avatar studios. Like that is some big baller type of like move right here. Like like creating a Netflix adaptation, that's playing checkers. Creating your own Avatar Studios, that's playing chess right there. Like imagine the Marvel Cinematic Universe but and Kevin Feige runs it, but this Avatar and Brian and Michael is running it. Um it's, this, is, this is some great news, because the thing about this news that I love so much is why I think it's far more impactful than the Netflix adaption, because the Netflix adaption could be like, all right, hey, they did adaption of the Avatar Last Lost Airbender. Best case scenario is that it was great. All right, that's the best case scenario is that it's great. People love it. That would have been kind of the end of it. Maybe they would have done Legend Core, Um, which that's great. And, to, but, to be fair,
0: technically still possible. I wouldn't bet money it's,
1: on it. True, true. I, to, to be fair, it's, I would. It's I would not personally. <laughs> even if I were a gambling man, and I'm not. Um, and uh, okay. So, I forget where I was going with this, but um,
0: well, just just the no, no. Okay, yeah, like, I
1: got, I got, I got, I got it. The best scenario was that they would have made a great live action adaptation of Altered Carbon Bender, and that would have been it. We would have watched it. Would have been great. Rewatch, whatever. But that kind of would, would have been it. But this is like, this is the expansion of the Avatar universe. Like, the possibilities are endless. It's, it's you, you, and we'll get in into what we would love to see from it. But the possibilities are endless. There are, um, to my calculations, oh, I forgot how many avatars there were. I think only like 100, like 10,000. I think it's only, oh, like 150-ish avatars. So you can go through all those avatars. You can go through just the whole entire history because the whole history of the universe, not even including the avatars, is really interesting, and they can just build on that during any time period, anything. And to have Mike and Brian back as the co-chiefs of of, of these avatar studios is huge because, like I said, they are now the Kevin Feige of this, right? You, Kevin Feige doesn't go out and direct a movie he doesn't go out and, and write the script but he is the overseer of it all he makes it all gel into one story and it's probably the one time i've ever hyped up the mcu because i'm not a mcu fan who is kevin uh, I feige mean, I, I need help uh, oh my god i'm dying uh, <laughs> kevin feige is response is the he's the mastermind behind the marvel cinematic universe
0: he is to the universe what samuel l jackson is to the movies got it
1: yes yes <laughs> like he he makes sure it's all it all has one cohesive story, and they all come in together and he's one who hires the the producers and directors to make the movies to really live to to really uh, do his vision <laughs> to sorry, vision if I, you get that John.
0: but i'm i d i got that way. Okay. <laughs> Okay, straw poll, if you have not heard of Kevin Feige, go ahead and comment down and make me feel better, Kevin. I know, like, two directors and nobody above that. I think the best part about what you're describing right here, it's not something I pre-plotted, but something that's come to mind, like, oh, yeah, that makes us great, is that this this cohesive universe where there's, there's like, not... And to this point, it's beautifully been done. There's not, like, retconning of anything. There's not, like, oh, there's that one bad part that nobody talks about anymore. (laughs) Up to this point, we have at least enjoyed all Avatar content. And this, uh, maybe if you don't have this and the Netflix live action uh, thing goes poorly and then you start to feel that way. I, I guess, you know, I'm glossing over the huge movie that we actually don't talk about, but they didn't have anything to do with and this live action might feel like that, but they'll still like own this original, pure universe that is sort of un, untainted by by other other properties that may or may not do what they should with other. I don't. I said other properties, other folks, other studios, other businesses that may not treat the property with respect. That excites
1: yeah. me. Uh, All right, let me let me read some official um, official verbiage here. Um, real,
0: real quick i have one question oh go ahead does paramount own cbs or is, it the, is, is cbs the overarching like is it the cbs company um, or is it a partnership really, is it two separate things
1: really viacom owns them all <laughs> like cbs all access cbs made cbs all access
0: um because CBS, mm. the CBS company, I think, is what it's referred to. Even owns like a lot of the gaming sites. The the kind of actually con. they,
1: I think they just merged with. Wait, did Viacom just merge with CBS? Oh my I, gosh! Uh, I thought we talked. I feel like they... I don't know if merge
0: or partnership, but I I
1: don't recall. Oh, but I mean, then, they're definitely intertwined. Like they're they're merged. They're part of one whole thing.
0: And I really um, don't know what Paramount falls in there either. If that's
1: yeah, but Paramount was a movie studio, and, and so they kind of used that to uh, as the – Paramount is a movie studio that Viacom bought, really. and um, So that like is Paramount. a Viacom
0: property, Paramount is at this yes. point. Yes. Okay, and it's a good yeah. label to use for something, or at least better than
1: whatever. Yeah, right? It's that, it's that mountain that you see that plays in front of the movies <laughs> with the stars around
0: it. Well, as far as pro, you know, it's easy to say like, oh, it's CBS, Nick, big things, but like, uh, Paramount's kind of an all-encompassing from an audience perspective if you're trying to throw up a stream service. So I, I get it. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah, if, if if
1: they just continue with CBS All Access, like the average person would be like, I don't, I don't want to pay just to watch Big Bang Theory and
0: and CIS race.
1: Thirteen, and Amazing. <laughs> I never even I heard do. of
0: Thirteen. I don't even know what that is.
1: I don't know. I, I was just making up. Different C- oh, NCIS in NCIS season. season 3. I got you. I missed yeah. that one. Um, Kevin yeah. Feigl. Feige. oh my god. Yeah, Feigen, no Sean. I most, most, pe- most people know Kevin Feige. Well, most people like <laughs> Marvel movies. It was, it was, I mean, I like... I feel like I come up as a Marvel hater oftentimes because I'm a DC fan. I'm like, these movies aren't that great guys. Like, sure, I like every single one of them except for... A couple, but it's not that great, guys. Anyway, what did I just
0: watch about? the other? Oh, at the end of it's like season six of Community, where they make the yes. jokes about, and that really, <laughs> really hits home with me. But I don't, yeah. I don't hate Marvel Which, movies. That's, I just... that's more,
1: and that's more of an inside joke. Like the Russo brothers, who directed the paintball episode of Community, and they directed some of the best episodes of Community. Directed Captain America: Civil War. Then they directed. the the last two Avengers movies. Like, they are the golden childs in in Marvel right now. Um, But they they started off directing episodes of Community.
0: You you probably told me that at one point, and I forgot. But all I can think of is Chang farting during the fourth one. (laughs) Farted during the fourth one. Inside joke.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. So here is some actual official press releases. Um, so here's one from Brian Robbins, who's the president of Viacom, CBS, Kids, and Family. Avatar "Lost," Airbender and Korra have grown at least tenfold in popularity since their original hit runs on Nickelodeon and Ramsey, Nato, and I are incredibly excited to have Mike and Brian's genius talent on board to helm a studio devoted to expanding their characters in-world into new content and formats for fans everywhere. And then... Um, as another rich person said, Creator- <laughs> creator-driven stories and characters have long been the hallmarks of Nickelodeon and Avatar Studios is, is a way to give Mike and Brian the resources and runway to open up their imaginations even more and dive deeper into the action and the mythology of Avatar as we simultaneously expand upon that world and the world of content available on Paramount Plus and Nickelodeon. Same guy, sorry. So what I love about that, now, I will say this, um, Netflix was saying similar things <laughs> earlier, but I feel like they, they, they're making it more of a point to really emphasize Mike and Brian, Mike and Brian, Mike and Brian. Like We're giving them the resources and tools needed to, to, uh, to really expand this universe and tell the story they want to tell.
0: Is there any, any subtext in there that like also maybe Aaron and John
1: Carlo? Uh, Any little no I, I highly doubt Aaron E. Haas for, for those people who believe Aaron E. Haas was like the golden child of Avatar he's great great writer love him love Dragon Prince I'm really tired about the whole uh, seven season saga I highly doubt Aaron E. Haas is going to come <laughs> to Avatar as much as some people wish it like Avatar is not his, his baby it's not it's not his kind of creation his creation is the Dragon Prince and and I think for both parties, don't want, don't care. I mean, I'm sure Mike Brown be like, "Hey, Aaron, yeah, sure, come back." But if he like, like, like yeah, walked we up don't... to the doorstep, he's like, "Hey, can I do an episode?" And... <laughs> now though, John Volpe, a uh, friend of the show. I mean, he doesn't know the show exists, but he knows you know I exist as a as a person on Twitter. <laughs> um, he 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 uh, he did he did tweet out like. He tweeted out this this video from the Avatar. Um, I forgot what the documentary is called. Just look, just look it up Avatar documentary, and, and it was made like ten years ago when they were making Avatar, maybe longer than that, fifteen years ago. And in that video, John Carlesope, the contest is he's commenting on the finale because they all sit down and watch the finale. And he's like, after I got done watching the finale, I was like, Mike and my Mike, Mike and Brian did it. They did it. And then he tweeted out. Um, that same little part about Mike about this announcement that Mike and Brian did it, so he 's in full support of it, um, which I commented to him, John Carlo, please tell it, please tell me you 're involved in this. He did not tweet back or anything, but he did like the tweet and also um, Brian on Instagram. he was kind of. Uh, just kind of giving thanks, I guess, to people who's been thinking, who's been congratulating them, and he did um, congrac- uh, share share John Carlo Volpe's reaction. So I think I am like eighty-five percent sure that John Carlo Volpe, and if you guys know who John Carlo Volpe is, he directed some of the best episodes of Avatar: Last Airbender. He was not involved in Legend um, because he just, I guess, went on to do other things, but he directed some episodes of the, of the finale. Um, he directed a couple other episodes. He did direct the Great Divide, as we mentioned in prior episodes. But uh, I'm not gonna hold that against him. As we I think have res-
0: respectfully <laughs> mentioned in previous episodes.
1: Yeah. Uh, but so I, I do think, and that's the thing I love about this announcement is that you really see a lot of members of the animation community, or just in entertainment. I've seen a lot of them come out. Congrats, Mike and Brian! Like this is huge for them. Like. Think about what they went through with M.I. Shyamalan, how that was such a terrible experience for them. Like it, it, from what I read, it almost kind of, I won't say it almost broke them, but they were just so disheartened by it. I mean, um, and then what you think a about... terrible
0: kind of last staple to put on your, on your baby, as you've called it. Yeah. Do you have and then an then official just... place where you're getting the news? I was going to try to follow along and now I'm just scrolling through numbers, numerous <laughs> articles. <laughs>
1: Um, Deadline has a, Deadline was the first to report it because they reported it before so Paramount had this whole um, uh, I can't think of the support um, investor meeting where they were going over Paramount Plus and everything they were going to offer and it was like some big presentation deal and, and people could watch it so I watched it while it was happening waiting for them to possibly bring up something Avatar related I couldn't imagine it was Avatar Studios even though I did imagine that pretty much the same thing <laughs> but this
0: this seems bigger you could have imagined me. but uh, you couldn't you, you I think at I that have, point wouldn't have guessed maybe could have
1: imagined I, I, but I, have I guess that in in a past video we did when we are going over um, Mike and Brian leaving it but I guess I wouldn't have imagined it would have been like Avatar Studios like directed ran by Brian and Mike it, it
0: says the so, word and I got it here in, uh, in the powerpoint it's co-chiefs like, they're they're the yes. co-chiefs of Avatar, which is a pretty cool title. Yeah. We are co-chiefs of a studio dedicated to a single cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Awesome.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, how long are we been talking now? I can't even tell. Why can't I tell? Oh, 17. Okay, sorry. Um, so, yeah. So, it was just really good to see the reaction from a lot of people in entertainment. Uh, congratulate Mike and Brian on this, because it really is a huge achievement and opportunity for them to really continue telling their story the way that they want, like canon stories, <laughs> All right? Because the Netflix one is going to be fanfic, <laughs> like, no matter how good it is. It could be great, but it's going to be fanfiction um, compared to what Mike and Brian does. And I hope it's great. And even though I'm like, just stop doing it. Um, oh, that's what I to say. So I'm pretty sure this is only going to be animation. I'm not thinking they'll be. I'm not. I don't think they'll close the door on, on some live action stuff. But from just reading it, everything it seems like it's going to be animation and and different um, types. Like they're going to do like a a theatrical movie, and then they're going to do other animated shows. But the. But so far, I've only heard about it like animation wise. So here's a statement from
0: a joint statement at all.
1: I don't either. I mean, I, I still would like a live action adaption. Certain things
0: are just easier to, to manifest in, you know, certain extremely true. high fantasy things are just easier to manifest through animation.
1: Yeah. No, that's true. Um, so here's the joint statement from Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Koniesco. He says, it's hard to believe it's been 19 years since we created Avatar the Airbender. And even after all that time, there are still many stories and time periods in Aang's world that we are eager to bring to life. We are fortunate to have an ever-growing community of passionate fans that enjoys exploring the Avatarverse as much as we do. It's funny I never really refer to it as the Avatarverse, but that's a good term. I, I usually talk about the Avatar universe, but I don't know why my dumb little mind didn't just put the two words together, to Avatarverse.
0: It doesn't roll off the tongue super well.
1: I'm, I'm gonna. I'm Avatar. going to accept it, though. Avatar Oh,
0: I mean, yeah. If they say it, I'm not going to argue.
1: Avatar. Yeah. Was, uh, anyway, sorry for interrupting me quoting them. Um, <laughs> and with this new Avatar Studios venture, we have unparalleled opportunity to develop our franchise and its storytelling on a vast scale in myriad exciting, my myriad exciting ways and mediums. We are silently grateful to Brian Robbins and Ramsey Nato for their enthusiasm and respect for the Avatar property and us as its stewards. That seems like a direct dig at that uh, Netflix. From the start, they supported our ambitious plans and created a positive, proactive environment for us. That is a direct <laughs> like if you read their their editing statements, that's a direct uh comparison to Netflix.
0: I'd say it's rather we blunt.
1: Are... Yeah. We are excited to be back at Nickelodeon, where Avatar began, doing what we do best in the biggest way possible. We can't wait to build the great teams and productions to make all this fantasy a reality. Uh, and the reason why I say animated is that um, Michael says in his own statement a little bit, says, as co-chief creative officers of Avatar Studios to develop new animated projects in the Avatar-verse and oversee the franchise. Could be more excited and inspired, so yeah. So he specifically said animated. And so that's why I feel like there won't be um, a live action adaption, I guess, from them. I wouldn't count it out, like I said. But also, this is the, this is the, the, the kids. Uh, this is kind of part of the, the kids and, and the family section of Paramount. And so maybe that's also why it's animated. But Mike and Brian has history in animation.
0: I mean I poke fun at live action too but it's not like I'm going to turn up my nose at, at more content of, of any type yeah. but if they never if they never did live action I wouldn't I wouldn't look back with it like remorsefully, like oh man I I'd, I'd, I'd probably be fine. Uh, so you mentioned you mentioned one thing in there that I hope you're ready to talk about cuz we haven't really touched on it yet but a specific point that they made the animated theatrical film and you just touched on it briefly.
1: Yes, I forgot exactly where I read that, or maybe I heard, I think I heard it at the press conference from the studio hit or whatever, that yeah, they're making an the animated theatrical film that I think should release in 2022 that they'll kind of start production on in, in late 2021. It was the
0: one finite thing that they gave us, like this is a <laughs> the, like, no other details on, on the what's except for this specific animated theatrical film. Um, and we will discuss it more in a minute but i was really excited i think that is a great sort of reentry back into back into the avatarverse i'm very excited i think it's probably easier to get started again maybe i don't know what easier is the right word uh, but it just feels right to get kick it uh, to kick it off with a big animated theatrical film to get it into theaters just at all i think is a really excellent thing
1: yeah yeah, yeah i think so too and and yeah i mean that would be really interesting because I'm guessing it will be 2D animation because Mike and Brian, you know, they've only worked in 2D animation and they and they you know, love 2D animation. They make beautiful animation. It'll be really interesting because the last 2D animation movie I remember being widely released, in maybe Princess and the Frog, and that was in like 2008, 2009. Um, you know, most movies are more, you know, Pixar and. Whatnots, where they have that 3D animation. But there's something so great about that crisp 2D animation. It's so vibrant that kind of gets uh, a little lost in some 3D. Oh, 3D animation is beautiful. Yeah. Like,
0: I didn't even, animation... honest to you, so I didn't give that any thought. But that's a great point. Like, when's the last major 2D animation release? That's a tremendous question.
1: I honestly, might have. Mm. There had to have been one <laughs> since then, I would think. I mean... I remember them making a big point about the two D animation because the animation in *Princess and Frog* is really good. Like it's especially some of the musical numbers, like you know, like "When I'm Human," where it don't matter what you look like. What a great Um, song!
0: All of them, really. But I was was specifically referring to "When I'm Human," but all of them.
1: When I'm human. I love that beat. Um. Yeah, so that is, um, I don't, we're, we're not done. Um, I think that's, is that all? That I, I think cared? that's all the major yeah. points other than
0: to reiterate, like, this is, we, we thought last week's was, like, interesting and worth doing, and it was sort of a weird, oh, not karma or whatever, just coincidence, sort of, like, last week and then this week, you, you texted me this, uh, you know, our our audience or our listenership among my immediate friends isn't high. At all, but like the two or three like actual personal friends that I know in in real real life, not just digitally, like all three of them immediately. You got there first. All credit where credit is due. But I'm gonna say within the <laughs> next two hours, everybody's like, "You guys see this?" <laughs> I'm, I, 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 um, I didn't say I was like, "Yeah, Chris already showed me this old news." I was like, "Yeah, that's <clears> awesome."
1: Oh, uh, real quick, I also want to say I love the logo for Avatar Studios. Um, it's oh, yeah, slightly back to that one. Uh, um they're slightly updated symbols of the four nations. Very slight if uh, if you haven't noticed, like I absolutely
0: did not. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to be uh, honest.
1: Just the, the only big difference is that the that the count how many times the swirls happen, it's like one or two times more than how it usually looks. Like the the swirls and the airbender air sign. Uh and the old ones look like it's one sort away from being sit, sit, "sits it sits." <laughs> uh, Chris,
0: you're, you, uh, at least according to the internet, the most recent one I can find is princess and the frog. The most recent oh, wow. wide theatrical release that like was something I had heard of. Yeah. Well caught. That's awesome.
1: Mm. Um, but yeah, I do. I, I, don't know, I love something about that symbol that I love that it's in, in the font. It is reminiscent of, of, I kind of, I would have liked, I like the font here, but it's kind of too similar to uh, the movie Avatar font, I which,
0: I don't uh, know. I kind of like, I'm going to just go change all of our branding everywhere. I'm going to redo it all. We're going to match Avatar verse. We're going to be one with the verse.
1: I, I think I just like the the more painted on calligraphy that the, uh, the Avatar had before. So I would mm-hmm. just do that and then studios, but this is new and updated. This is the. And you know, it's the new it's update. Very,
0: it's very. It does look kind of stamped, rather than. It looks. It looks
1: papyrus.
0: Rather. Oh, don't, say, oh, he, don't say
1: that. Why did he use? You, have we talked about that? <laughs> yeah, we have. With, with uh, Ryan Gosling. It's like <laughs> he was. Sorry, people. He was uh Ryan Gosling was like some person who was so mad at the Avatar person who did the font for it. It's like I can't believe this person just typed "avatar" and then just went to his font and just changed it to papyrus. How lazy is? This? And he just, it was crazy. I,
0: uh, it's funny because, like, I mean, in the journalism world, pap- papyrus and in comic sans, right? Just the literal butt of jokes. If you're into font-based jokes and humor, those two. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the, I love the designs though, and I even love the, like, I don't know if it's the color. I would have guessed. But just that, that reddish color, I don't know. I like it. Big fan. Um,
1: yeah, no, red, red's good. Red's good.
0: At this point, uh, if you were just here for, for news and reactions, I would say we're probably done with that. We are going to do another another bit here, but I'll give like my verbal, hey, there's probably nothing new beyond this point other than things out of our own brains. Because, Chris, let's talk about our ideas for these upcoming Avatarverse ventures, starting with... The movie.
1: What's Ooh, the movie gonna be good. about? Ah, well, that's a good question, Sean. So the movie is gonna be. This this is the first endeavor they're taking on, right? And I feel like. In order, to you, you got to start off hot. You got to come in. You got to come in swinging. You can't give them something out. You can't give them something that they're not familiar with. So you have to give them something they're familiar with, but something that a lot of fans don't know all that well and to me i think the movie is going to be a part one and part two of the kiyoshi novels I uh, was, that's
0: okay. i was gonna say yang Chen just because the kiyoshi story has already been told Ooh. and so uh i don't and it's no discredit to fce fc who i believe was like he was in partnership right but he still had kind of full creative control and it turned out yeah. great Huge hmm. fans here, um, so maybe more out of respect of like you know what we're not we're not gonna remake or try to put into picture what he's done. Let's let's kick it off with something of big, but still very uh, very tangible. Like they're not going newer than Cora. They're living in sort of a world that's already been established. At some point, it's got some boundaries. So I think Kiyoshi is also an excellent guest for all those same reasons. But I think it'll be more recent prequel. Like it won't be like an Avatar one, but it won't be something beyond Cora. So that.
1: You know what would be good with the why, – why it makes business sense? Or I don't think – I, I kind of hate to say it because I don't think Mike and Brian thinks about business sense all that. Oh, but I'm sure they get notes and stuff from but I think they, they do stuff more so because they feel it artistically in, uh, I don't know, in their bones. Yeah. Um, but business-wise, seeing a female airbender mm-hmm. with an arrow on her head Gives you the same as that feeling i and boom, you know exactly what you're getting into. You it know, boom, that's itself. Avatar. And then you get yeah. to
0: build up some lore of this Avatar nation that is, you know, as we know it now, is gone, right? This the this ancient long standing. You get to build that fun. That would be a lot of fun. So uh, I would love either, and I'm not trying to in any way discredit your Kyoshi guests because I think that's awesome. Um, but I just wonder if they would want to go... If they would want to like risk painting over the novels in any way, and maybe the... I, I have no idea, but either one, I want those would be like my top two choices personally. If I had to pick,
1: yeah, no offense, Avatar think...
0: Zito, <laughs> it's not like Avatar Zito, you know, that's boring. Avatar Rozukin, it's just a it's the office, but in, uh, <laughs> in Avatar Times,
1: oh gosh, um, the um. So yeah, the only reason, one of the reasons why I think it might not be Kiyoshi is because, like I said before, this is the family and kids department, and the Kiyoshi novels are are not Y seven. They're say. thirteen, right? They're out. They're 15. thirteen. Yeah, they're definitely thirteen. And and maybe that's fine. Um, but th- there's certain things that you can get away with in a book that. You can't get away with an animation, but honestly, it to me, you you could dial it back a little bit and still fully tell. Like, Legend of Korra is weirdly Y seven, even though it has murder suicide in it, um, even Attempted though genocide, Korra, lots of love themes, it, even though you know, and Korra goes through PTSD, um, some. Uh, Police head is blown off. Like you, you can still do those things. Um, there just wouldn't be. A, sometimes there, wouldn't, there wouldn't be as much blood in, or any blood. I don't think you do any blood in a Y seven. You can't do any blood in a Y seven. Um, you can barely do scratches. Um, because like, you know how many times you read a book and Kyoshi's like, and Kyoshi took the blood from her <laughs> jaw and then smeared it on her eyes. <laughs> 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 we need rated r Kyoshi is what we need oh, yeah. i mean i don't i don't need a radar i'll i'll, I'll, I'll perfectly one take one. i'll perfectly take a, a pg-7 Kyoshi because i know they will push it to the limit of legend how, how far legend of core went and legend core went pretty much up to pg-13 you just wouldn't be able to have much it's not like there was like cursing and and stuff in the Kyoshi novels and stuff like that I mean, sure, kill, she did straight up kill some people.
0: Violence um, and heavy themes, war themes. Uh, they would find a way to do it, though. There's a, what's the I saying? So. Like, restriction is the foundation of creativity. or so I forget what it is. Hmm. Some, some oh, yeah. saying about restriction leading to creativity or something. One thing yeah. uh, that I don't, want it to be so i have three bullet points here just for your awareness of how much uh how much to talk through but one thing i don't want it to be uh i i don't want team and a team, an, uh, team ang story i'm i'm kind of like and we talked on point. twitter Let's... i i'm kind of done with that story also i don't want post Cora just because i'm just personally i'm not a huge like i don't want to call it sci-fi but kind of when you get into the sort of futuristic and having to figure out tech that doesn't exist yet and um, I'm not a huge fan of that stuff. So those are two things that I just preferentially don't care for the ideas as much.
1: Just mm. me. So so let's talk about that real quick before we get into it. So the, lots of fans are like, hey, just give us adult team avatar. And I've been, I've been thinking about this a lot. I got, I got two minds about it. I'll go with my first initial mind. I think it's probably what's true. I don't think they're gonna tell that story, guys. I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't think they're gonna tell adult team avatar story because for a couple of reasons. One, Mike and Brian don't care to tell that story. <laughs> like they I've I've heard them so many times just be like, Hey, we told our story. It had that beginning, middle end, it was three seasons and and that was Aang's story. That was that was the arc that he went on. Like I don't wanna just keep Regurgitating kind of the same story, like it, it it loses value after a while. And me as an artist, it doesn't doesn't uh, uh, excite me any. <laughs> um,
0: maybe so a Yacone, like I'm trying to think of if you had to, maybe like Yacone early Republic City stories or something. But I just I still.
1: Yeah, and also I would say this. The comic books have almost proven that the stories aren't good enough, I think, for animation. And that, and that, and I love the comic books. I don't want to sound like I don't. I love comic books. I, I have the search, big, huge cover, and I love the search. But to me, the search is really the only good one of them because it, it really um, kind of ended Zuko's arc and, and his mother and everything. And really, it tied up some loosens I think really should should be tied up um that's the thing that they could do a search movie they actually thought about doing a uh of worse Ursa movie like early on they didn't give it that much thought but they thought about it they, it was it was there I forgot why they didn't do it exactly maybe Nickelodeon passed up on it and maybe Mike and Brian wasn't enthusiastic about it enough to really fight for it um but that just seems so self-contained. As like, well, why do it? And also, it seems almost incomplete compared to a wide theatrical. You would that's not the movie you release widely theatrically. I think you want a movie that can that like, you don't have to have all the past information for <laughs> to to really gather the story. After um, you
0: brought up the branding points, the I, I I'm getting more excited, and I'm gonna cross my fingers that that within that realm of those couple ideas that were right, because that sounds fantastic.
1: Yeah. Um, but, here, here's why they could tell Team Avatar adult stories. Oh. <laughs> so Mike and Brian have said plenty of times they do not care to tell that story. Um, but Mike and Brian, like I said before, it's the Kevin Feige of the studio. <laughs> they don't have to tell the story themselves. They don't have to be passionate about it. They could just hire someone who wants to tell that story and they can just shepherd it. Right. Um, So I could see them not being hugely involved, but still making sure that everything makes sense canonically and make sure things make sense character wise. Um, So I could see them handing that off to someone else, but them still looking out over it. So that's one reason there's a little hope i am i am i give it my probability that a team out with team ang team adult Aang story is going to happen i give it a 25 percent chance of happening because it it's what the fans what's what a lot of fans would want and maybe there's some director some writer can come along and convince Mike and Brian enough to give them a chance to tell that story. But I highly doubt Mike and Brian are going to tell that story themselves.
0: I, I mean, as much as we want it to have like full creative Liberty, like they still got to make money. So yeah, I think your, your guesstimate <laughs> is, is fair. Um, yeah. Uh, ready to talk about a next, uh, a next bullet point, yeah. a next projection. Or I don't even know what the word. What about future? Let's say the movie goes well. Let's make that presumption that the movie performs well, and we're all very happy. What is it? Mm-hmm. Are there television shows beyond that, and what do those look like?
1: Um, I can. I think one show that would make a perfect sense, so many for so many reasons. <laughs> um, is a and I've talked about this before on some of my wish list is a Avatar Chronicle. Series where you chronicle the lives of a different avatar with each episode. Um, it could be an avatar in the past, it could be an avatar we you know, just kind of uh, very episodic in, 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 a, in a sense. Which I think, I think that's right of Mike and Brian's alley. Like I think they they you know, they can get into episodic nature. Like they're fans of *Bam* the animated series, which is a very episodic show. Um, and I think this allows you to just stretch creatively, right? You don't have to worry about canon necessarily. If you talk about av- talk about the the 15th Avatar, or you talk about an Avatar that came six years after Korra, six generations after Korra. Um, also, what this does is that it's kind of a shotgun, right? You can or you can just throw them all at the wall and see what sticks. See what fans love or see what you really love as a creator like oh i really love writing that i have i really love writing that story of that avatar with one arm and 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 a missing eye like i I really dug into that and i feel like there's a lot more story to tell you can then take that one little episode episode of 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 that avatar chronicles and then build on that that can be its own show because so, what this show does is that it allows the artist to, to really get creative and and branch out, but also it's a springboard for, um, or it's like tryouts for for future shows.
0: I think that there's a small part of me I don't think it's doable, or I haven't thought of the idea yet. But what if I uh, I'm or I'm trying to think of any excuse. What if it was a show where the avatar was not the protagonist. Is there any chance of happening if you mm.
1: given it? That... Definitely.
0: Like it would almost have to be its own very finite spin-off. Uh, yes. but I can't decide what that would look like or who would get it. I wouldn't mind I think... at all seeing that that direction
1: though. Um I trying to think of, I think maybe I could see all right, so think about Star Wars. All right, Star Wars started off with one <laughs> with with one movie, one subpart movie. I'm sorry guys, it's very subpart. <laughs> a New Hope is is an okay movie. Um, it was great, amazing for its time, but it's not age. great.
0: Let me say declining part- I'm declining comment.
1: Oh no, I I'm, I'm sh- shoot me. Um <laughs> sue me. That's no, that's what they said. Sue me. I no, just say it got a little dark. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Sue me. Don't shoot me. Um, (laughs) um, And think about where the Star Wars universe expanded to now, right? But imagine Avatar Universe building the studios from Avatar Lives the Airbender, which is, I think, the greatest television show of all time. Um, I'll I'll see if I still think that after, like, Attack on Titan is done. (laughs) Um, But, um, um, and so, yeah, so the, the... Opportunities are balanced. Anyway, what I'm saying is, it started off with pretty much the Jedi. Uh started with it a pretty simple story, and now it's expanded to so much more than that. Um, and so I spent, and, and to people that aren't necessarily what you would think main characters were in the um, original trilogy, right? You, you, had a, you had a whole movie about Rogue One.
0: <laughs> Which was <laughs> right. a really good Which, movie,
1: in my opinion. I love Rogue One. I um, only watched it once, but I loved really... it when I saw it.
0: I think it's really well reviewed. Yeah, so it kind of yeah. at least
1: proves a point. <laughs> that movie that movie is really about a sentence in and <laughs> that um uh pre-logue, ep- prologue prologue that movie is based off just a sentence and and the prologue of of episode 4 A New Hope. It's an idea really. And they made it a whole, really. and they made it a whole movie. Pretty much <laughs> pretty much George Lucas was like, I got to write some exposition to explain how they got the plans to the death star okay i'll just put it i'll just write some stuff before the movie starts that way people know where where we're starting at. all right i'll just write that these group of people stole the plans to the death star there <laughs> and then that <laughs> that's a and nice. they made a movie out of that sentence a whole movie and then and a great movie has only one person has a lightsaber in that movie <laughs> all right um avatar can definitely have its own thing where there's no avatar in this story, or at the least the avatar is in the, the background. What <laughs> <laughs> <Well, laughs> I think you are going to tell that story. Some familiarity will be great. Um, maybe something about the Kyoshi warriors after the loss of Kyoshi, like what do they stand for? What do they do after the person who built them up um, lost uh, lost their lives? How do they continue on her legacy? Um, although now, now I'm just making, Kyoshi inspired stories because Kyoshi is amazing. I love Kyoshi. I actually wore. Uh, it was just coincidence. I, I wore. Uh, I was wearing her shirt yesterday that says uh, "Only justice will bring peace." Um, I, avatar Kyoshi has a chance to to steal everybody's uh, heart and, and just shoot up everybody's favorite Avatar list. I mean, she was already she's already high for a lot of people, but and a lot of people haven't read the novels. Read the novels, people. You won't be disappointed. I don't read at all, <laughs> but I read the novels and I love them. I. Right,
0: what um, if uh, we can maybe satisfy both of our our thought processes here? What's the kid's name that they thought was Avatar Yoon? Yoon, the, <coughs> Yun? Yun, the yes. initial. Like it would maybe be safer and and cooler to tell his story from within the Kyoshi novels, but in a in a movie or. A, or an individual TV series um, rather than from the Kyoshi perspective or, or something. Because, like, I mean, yeah. fought a pretty cool battle in the spirit world, I hear. Not to spoil any novels, just go read them. Um,
1: oh, that that uh, might be a horrible okay. idea, but
0: just building on the idea that there's plenty of tangential Avatar content that could create a, a non-Avatar protagonist series.
1: Now, another story they could do. They would not have an avatar in it at all, because at this point, the avatar vanished. Would be, this is this is the title that I'm gonna call it, Iroh, the Dragon of the West.
0: <laughs> Everybody would instantly just throw money at it. I would. Yeah, just. <laughs>
1: just... <laughs> uh,
0: so are you talking? Are you, so you talking young Iroh?
1: young girl? Yes, Iroh? Young young Iro, you're you're going through his story from being a young Prince of the fire nation, who's destined to rule the world to being the sympathetic uncle Iroh. Like that's how it, it, you know, that's how it ends. Maybe, maybe make him a little more hardened. Uh, no, no, not hardened. No, that's not the word I'm looking for. Um, a, a little more gray than he is a little more right? grey. Yeah, a little morally gray. Because he is he is a morally great character, even though fans, other fans don't see him as a morally grey character. Iroh led a siege at unboxing say against some relatively innocent people because the Fire Nation just wanted to rule the world. Like people died and that he led them to killing people. He's morally grey, even though people don't see him as morally grey. Well, so let's say... portray him as that.
0: Well, i was gonna say I'd, I'd say he transitioned i you know i don't know if maybe he was morally gray but we just don't see him because the iroh that we know is no longer morally gray he, think, he's right? not he's not he,
1: he's, yeah. he's pretty much
0: white but, like gandalf but before uh, yeah but before that even to say gray you know i suppose it depends on who you ask i would imagine there's some people under siege that would have said not gray. <laughs> more of a black uh more of a Actually, black you know what more, what's black and white uh that sounds yeah, Why?
1: no that was my my, that was my fault i was the one who was making them like no yeah i was black gandalf, it's really gandalf old, old yeah, it's, it. It's it really my is bad. man that's some self-hate right some there. deep-seated <laughs> we didn't even know
0: never thought about it before man come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see, you know what, I, w- I would happily watch a young Iro movie or TV series. That would that would be one that I would want to see, maybe not Y7 to get like a real good Iroh story. I'd want that to be a, mm-hmm. a, a, a catered to a slightly older crowd, I think. Just in yeah. like the core vein. I'm not talking about, you know, rated R or whatever, but just in the core vein of thinking.
1: I honestly don't want to see, and I don't think Mike and Brian would do this. I don't care to see any rated R. Avatar. I'm making the jokes, but I have no...
0: (laughs) I mean, Kiyoshi, to say Kiyoshi being PG-13, I don't think is any... I don't have any issues or a hard time believing that something like that would be...
1: Of, I, that's very question. doable. Yeah, I would just question if it could be if it, you could pull off Y seven with it, which I think you could because Legend of Core is Y seven. how old were you? And
0: you like? Do you remember your first PG thirteen movie? Because I feel like I've just always watched them. Or you know, we grew up in that era where it was just coming into, so we were watching uh, terrible stuff that didn't have ratings.
1: Or I, I feel watching, like I don't if, know, dude. I was watching stuff I shouldn't have been watching. Like my mom, <laughs> like I remember. You do you know the movie. Um, Higher learning. It's not familiar okay. to me. Okay, it's a. I love the movie. It's a. It's it's about race and a lot of stuff like that. Uh, college. It came out like after Columbine shootings and stuff, and it really talked about like um, prejudice, prejudice and stuff like that. Anyway, there's a set scene in that movie. There's uh, <laughs> at the end of the movie. There's a, a, a shooting person gets shot blood out everywhere. And I'm like seven years old watching this. like, I remember my mom, you know, your mom just does the close your eyes thing with the sets. But you know what's going on back there.
0: Yeah. I I think (laughs) You know, PG 13 stuff though, I think it's just easy, like even, even the age of kids, like the youngest age of kids that could really, what am I trying to say here? If, if this came out in PG 13, you would probably watch it with Mackenzie, and you would probably—I don't know if you cover her eyes, but just skip over certain parts or, or whatever. No, it's PG thirteen.
1: No, my daughter watches enough anime that I don't really care to. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm just—it's uh,
0: very easy to justify uh, PG thirteen for this type of content.
1: I think why, if you're seven, you can pretty much watch any of as PG thirteen. Uh, well, I'd say first, the there's there's was that your there's first some
0: movie. Was that, movie sure that you just mentioned, rated. was that your first rated R movie? Probably. Mine was, <laughs> I can't, I don't know why I remember this all the time. Mine was Rambo, uh, First Blood, and the only reason I just, I just remember being like, mom, what's so bad about this movie? And she's like, well, there's all these, you know, these people are, he, he's like capturing cops and so, and a very narrow-minded child's like, but none of them are dying, you know? They're just <laughs> being maimed and horribly injured. <laughs> But this guy with PTSD—it's fine. It's not a big deal. I wasn't a smart child by any stretch no, of the imagination.
1: Um. Okay. So, uh, do you have another idea for a future show?
0: Uh, not for a future show. Did you? Are you
1: referencing one of okay.
0: bullet point I was going to bring up?
1: Uh, no. But yeah, I had another yeah, idea nope. for a, a show.
0: Let's hear. It. Um, I'm
1: ready. I have a couple ideas for a show. So, uh, maybe the second avatar, right? Because the second avatar is going to be really confused (laughs) like
0: you get all this knowledge to work off of except for that you know what actually it's just that guy over there
1: yeah well he he does no one knows what the heck the avatar is juan doesn't know that when he dies um he's gonna be reincarnated (laughs) and well he doesn't know he's going to be reincarnated and, and still, and Rob going to go with them and everything. Only Rob at the end there says like, we'll be together for all your lifetimes. So when that, and no one else knows that. So when that person wakes up and like whatever years they firebend and then, wait, no, I'm sorry. Um, fire, air. He'll be an airbender. Oh, that's not as cool. Just because air are somewhat kind of more boring, and like,
0: <laughs> Man, uh, we but make no, can...
1: Yang Chen and Aang in this episode. That's enough. <laughs> um, but you could have a, you could have an Arab nomad who's who goes against the grain, who isn't like some studious, like I'm going to meditate for uh, twelve straight hours today. Who's just like, who has a lot more on an them because they got that fire or. Or that water in them, like they, they they just go get some grain. So that maybe that would be interesting. um Just the fact that the second Avatar doesn't know what they're doing because they they don't know that the Avatar is a thing.
0: It's not something I would have ever thought of, but I really appreciate your your thought process and picking. Like, yeah, I'd rather watch the second Avatar than one for whatever reason. Just the like, wants the first avatar, but he's not the first person that gets born and just suddenly develops all four bending
1: abilities. So, no, no, I can really appreciate that. Um, And then another show, which is more of a fanfic that I was kind of thinking of. How have I written this down somewhere? Um, Not that I won't write it myself because I'm not a writer. entirely about Zutara. (laughs) Not not me. It's Um... just, it's the notebook, (laughs) except for it's Zutara. (laughs) Wait, and they meet when they're older? <laughs> isn't, that, <laughs> isn't that how the notebook happens? They don't get together. I right, watched it
0: once, and I hated every minute of my life during that span so much that I don't remember.
1: I watched it once. but I know I Jack
0: Nicholson is there, it. and I know Ryan Gosling is there, and I don't Wait, remember Jack the Nicholson's ladies. There? Names. I don't remember Jack. Amy Adams. Is Great it, isn't like Jack it. Nicholson the, when he's the old Ryan Gosling, I, don't I think? Know. I think he is. I have, I have no idea. Because that's like the only good part, is he's like reading to the old lady. In, oh it, Speed has alzheimer's yeah and he's like reading to her every day and kind of reintroducing himself that's like the uh, only part that really touches uh, okay. me i don't need all
1: the alzheimer's. um oh okay so the story would take place in the far future like our technology now and like the world isn't nearly as spiritual as it used to be a like, bending maybe only like one percent of people bend because technology has sort of just dampened the spirituality in the world um, and, and maybe the spirits have have left and went back to the spirit world but the portal is still there but an avatar who 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 reconnects um, and who uh, who who really kind of gives up the I don't know, technology and everything trying to reconnect to themselves uh, spiritually. Um, I had more thoughts about this. I forgot where I, I've written down. Something along those lines or just kind of our present day. Um, and it will be more of like a superhero, right? Cause not that many people would be your Benders. So this person will like have more of like a se- secret identity and stuff like that. It'd be more of a superhero-esque avatar uh, type of story. That would be like, so the animation would look so different. It will feel a lot different than than any of the previous two shows.
0: Is there still an avatar in that
1: story? Yes, this first, yeah, this per- the superhero esque person is the avatar. So
0: I wanted to be that way, but it would be weird. Like, are, so the previous avatars are they just like namesake avatars? Like they're like the uh, English they,
1: royalty. <laughs> so, it, well, you get to a certain point where like the avatar become has become fruitless, has become useless. It's a
0: politician, maybe at a certain point, um, like that's it.
1: Well, maybe it's gotten so far to a point where like people stop even tracking the avatar. Like, bending has been, like, bending doesn't come natural to people anymore. So it's hard to find who the avatar even is. Um, and so this one person just uh, reawakens, or kind of reawakens these things inside of uh, themselves. I don't know if it's a he or her in, in this hypothetical story. I always lean towards a girl because girls rock and they're cool. I um, need more stories with girls in them. But, <laughs> um yeah, yeah, in this in this case, yeah, bending isn't something that a lot of people do. And so finding them as avatar isn't a huge deal anymore. Um, but this person uh, kind of reestablishes them themselves as the avatar in the world.
0: I want an avatar that like lets the whole world down and this, this superhero just a standard <clears throat> bender that goes above and beyond to try to pick up the avatar slack for being yeah. crap. And then it inspires the Avatar to, like, oh, yeah, you know what? I should actually use these powers for good yeah. instead of sitting oh. in the
1: Senate all day or whatever he does. Uh, another story that a lot of people bring up is a story about uh, a possible story about um, Korra reconnecting with her past lives, and I do not think that is possible. <laughs> like, I, I give the Team Ang adult Avatar story a much higher probability than Cora trying to reconnect with their past lives because that was part of the story. Like every Mike and Brian often talk about how your actions have have consequences to them. Like not no, nothing is is given everything's kinda earned, like uh LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> and, and anyway. <laughs> um <laughs> um and so Korra losing that connection to her past lives, that is her story. That is part of the story about how you know, she has to do this on her own. Like, there's no mentor for her to to look after. She has, not on her own, technically, because she has plenty of help from people around her, but how she has to kind of reestablish the avatar, the avatar wisdom. Like, that link is broken. Like, that it is gone. And there's some iffy things when it comes to spirits, spe- specifically Avatar spirits, that things aren't 100% um, concrete. Like, do the Avatar spirits live in conjunction with uh, the current Avatar, or are they on their own spirits living in the spirit world? You could argue either way in this. Honestly, um, that's
0: the type but... of thing I just as well leave a mystery. Like...
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's like to me, void over you know to me, the only way if, like the only way that you wouldn't be confused about is if, if Mike and Brian specifically said and and in, in the story or in somewhere like, no, th- they're connected to the avatar once that to Robin and everything once Robin was killed, that cut them off. And I'm pretty sure that's how it is because then that just makes her losing them uh, meaningless and and that that makes that story. A lot more meaningless. So I don't think that's gonna happen. Even though narratively, narratively, it kind of could happen along with my Avatar Chronicles story. Like it could be like, oh, Cora goes searching here, and then you kind of learn about like it all takes place in Korra's time. But then you, she goes to I don't know this certain location of this Avatar, and she learns about the Avatar, and then they flash back to the Avatar story. I still don't. I don't want that, but. I, That might be a good narrative, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they're going to have Korra reconnecting to past lives because, like I said before, that just contradicts the narrative that there was before.
0: I, and personally, I'm more interested, and this is just purely preference, but I'm more interested in in pre-Ang than than Korra or anything post the end of the Korra that we actually get. Um, I don't know. I sh when you start straying too much into sort of futuristic stuff, I, it never it always kind of loses mm-hmm. my interest. But no. that that's preference. I have no logical anything behind that whatsoever.
1: Uh, real quick, um, they could tell the story of of after Legend of Korra with Korra. I think there's a lot more to tell. Um, especially if you tell a story of of, of Korrasami, what happened afterwards. Um, and, and that comic is, is does, has done a really good job, I think, with uh, Kuvira and, and where her story goes. I just don't know. You, you just gotta build up a big enough threat that that's that is warranted for for her to have on her continue her own show for like another three seasons or so. And I feel like Cora doesn't have. You can always grow more and more, but she's she's sort of complete. Now, right, same with Aang. Aang was sort of complete at the end of his story. Korra is now far more complete. She's she's a uh, much uh, she's, she's grew so much from that rambunctious, rambunctious uh, hot headed <laughs> sort of girl, and now she's like this 22 year old woman or 21, 22, wherever that she is in the comic books, who's uh, you know, far more compassionate enough to sacrifice her own life to save uh, a, a villain. And so I narrative, think. there's just not that much more to do with with Korra's growth, I think. You still tell a great story, I'm sure. Um, I just don't think it'll be as narratively satisfying than than the original show. We
0: sort of touched on it last week, too, is something that I think is very important to us. And, and whether, whether we always know it or not, probably extremely important to Avatar fans and the universe as a whole. Uh, is what whatever happens, maintaining respect to that character growth that you're applying there, not bastardizing it or watering it down anyway. That's really what makes the 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 Avatar verse go round is these beautiful characters that we're in love with. So don't don't bastardize, don't water down. Um, that's going to be extremely important, I think, to me personally, and probably to a lot of
1: a lot of similar fans. Yeah. Uh, oh, real quick. Uh, I'm done coming up with other stories. But I wanted to say, so Jeremy Zuckerman recently did an interview with Avatar News. Actually, I was going uh, to uh, possibly do a whole episode about this interview with Jeremy Zuckerman. But now I probably won't because this news is just kind of bigger. And, and, uh, but it was a great it was a great interview that Avatar News did. If you don't know Avatar News, they have a their own website and I follow their Twitter. Um, so you will follow. Um, but They did an interview with Jeremy Zuckerman and uh, and Jeremy's, they asked like, um, oh, are you... Uh, you know, do the Netflix show still, even with Mike and Brian gone. And he was like, well, honestly, I was never, like, officially, officially signed on. Like, I'd never, like, signed a contract and, and stuff. Um, it was just, you know, talking with Brian. I'm paraphrasing here. But he was pretty much like, hey, you're going to do this, right? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and so he's not contractually obligated to do that. And then the follow-up question was, well, hey, if you're, if you're not doing that, are you going to be working on some stuff for them? Because um, we know cuz you know we're all pretty sure that there's going to be more avatar stuff and he just didn't no comment so i am 100% no i'm going to say 99.5% sure that Jeremy Zuckerman will be back doing the music for these new stories the for no at least some of them That
0: is a pretty powerful comment <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey tell us about <laughs> this hypothetical thing that may happen i can not <laughs> <laughs> oh snap that's amazing. Wow. Uh, last thing, and I don't really have any structure for it. I was just curious. We've got a whole Avatar verse here to work with. What's the other? What's the etc. content? Are we talking? Uh, uh, I don't. E- I don't even know. Are we talking more novels? Since those seem to have performed respectfully, respectably well um are we talking are the comics going to continue in their current state or will they change in you know some what, way shape or form
1: you know what Um, uh, an interesting games, bit of news got
0: a damn mobile game
1: <laughs> an interesting bit of news that actually just they came it wasn't news but it was it was like an interview with someone from dark horse dark horse is a publishing company that does the comics for Legend of Korra and avatar last airbender um they're in some type of skype zoom twitch meeting Twitch. Um, and they were saying how, like, they're talking about the Avatar comics, like the Katara pirate adventure one, whatever it is, I haven't read it yet, um, and the top one, they're saying how, like, yeah, we're going to do, we're going to kind of go away from um, uh, I would say the Avatar saga, you know, with, with, like, The Search and Smoking Shadow and things like that, and we're going to do more of these sandbox stories, like, um, like, like Toph's Metal Bending Academy and the Suki one coming out. So that got me thinking that they're done telling comic book stories, um, at least for now, between, you know, the events that happened between Legend of Korra and uh, Now for Last Airbender. And I haven't heard any news about a new Legend of Korra comic a very long time. Um, so maybe they're kinda of done doing that also. Which I because I would like more Legend of Court comics. I think that's a good avenue uh to tell those stories. Maybe you leave that I mean you leave some of that content and some of those ideas
0: open for what you got going on over here.
1: Or maybe yeah. not. It just be a coincidence. Could could be. Could be coincidence. I uh, um Go
0: ahead. I was thinking about other potential things that you do. And I think because it's an animation studio, like, you know, I'm thinking et cetera content, but it's really still limited to stuff that would appear um, on your television. But they always do, uh, you know, even when we, I say we, even when you guess right, I feel like there's always there's always something a little unexpected in a good way or whatever. So just very excited to, to jump ahead into the future and see what thing they threw, what media type they threw at us that we weren't even considering. Um... A podcast? A podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I I. Really, joke, there are... Fake friends. Wait, what? That doesn't mean me.
1: There are... Like, WB... Uh, DC is doing a lot more, like, fictional podcasts. Right? They got... They, they had one about uh, Sandman. They had one about Batman coming out. Like um, mini
0: series... YouTube mini series... Or YouTube style, not YouTube, but YouTube like, style mini series type
1: things. Uh, like, it's almost like <laughs> like <laughs> it reminds me, you know. You, you, you see those old pictures of people, of families hanging around the radio listening to old Superman, Flesher, or, or cartoons or, or whatever, radio shows. Like, that's what it reminds me of. But they're, they're doing that. Way out Jack's
0: down at the soda fountain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> So while Chris is over there dying, I will. <laughs> I was just trying to think of other other avenues. Like, what else um, needs animated that could be Avatar related? I don't really have nothing. But they, every time, you know, it feels like did, we they, always get some nice unexpected
1: surprise. I wouldn't be. Huh. Video games. Uh, I, you know,
0: everything has mobile games. I can't say whether or not they would.
1: Be I don't think a, they would do a mobile. Involved, but i mean i think mike and brian did love enjoy making the legend core video game which i think is a, it's a good video game i think i think the, the platinum uh, games one yeah i think the um the mechanics of it is really good uh especially you know it was very easy to switch between bending elements and stuff it um, made me
0: mad when they did the little endless runner segments but other than that i was pretty pleased mm, yeah i have no reactions um, whatsoever i can't i can't do those those are my worst enemy Endless runners and one-on-one fighters, yeah. But repetitive um, brawling, I could do that.
1: I I could see them making. It wouldn't have anything to do with Paramount Plus, um, but I could see them making a video game in the future. I mean, yeah. Just what are yeah. they going to be involved in?
0: Whether it's through Paramount Plus or just coming out of there yeah. or related to the.
1: I mean, they said a doing? myriad. They said a myriad of, of of, of mediums, which. But they also specifically just talked about animation and 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 to, in my little mind, there's only two things, right? TV and movie. But when you say Myriad, I feel like wait, that's more than TV. That's more than two things. It has to be more than two things. So what else could <laughs> could it could it be? Any
0: more um, even, you know, we say mobile games and I as a as an old stubborn jackass kind of like still frown on that mentally, but any more um Mobile games is like having a tiny little universe in your pocket. When you've got like a fully fledged MMORPG on your on a good high end phone, and you're carrying around in your pocket, like you're carrying around lore, entire universe lore in your pocket. So you know, as much as I make fun of it, I, I get the appeal. I would play. I don't know how you'd make an Avatar MMORP. It almost had to be like a massive, interactive adventure game, more than like an action adventure thing, but. No. Um. Yeah, well, I don't know where else they'll go, but I'm excited to see it. I'm. Th- I said excited, so I'm thrilled for this. This is, uh, the the biggest news that we we will probably get to talk about related to Avatar, uh, in in some time. This is they're, they're,
1: especially, we're going to talk about in a excited manner because even if they announce the the cast, the trailer comes out. Even if the trailer is good, there's still going to be this. Hint of you, they're just like this ain't this ain't Mike and Brian. This ain't this ain't canon. This ain't this ain't it. But, it ain't right. <laughs> um, no, this is the biggest Avatar news since Legend of Korra was announced.
0: <laughs> That's reasonable.
1: I think, yeah. That's reasonable. So pretty much, this is the biggest Avatar news
0: <laughs> because when Avatar, <laughs> when Avatar was announced,
1: when Avatar was announced it was coming out, you know people were just like, "Oh, there's this cartoon coming out." This okay. Is all
0: you can conjure—that's all that's left. This is well, the
1: biggest Avatar news of all time.
0: Well, not quite as timely as uh, as our work last week, but I'm still glad we got to respond to it in pretty ample time, and we are very much looking forward to hearing all your thoughts too, um, especially in the places where, where where you think that we are right or wrong about uh, about the shows and movies. Interested to hear your thoughts and on everything else. In the meantime. Uh, Chris, you got any final thoughts to wrap up?
1: Um, I don't. Me neither. I hope this all works out. Avatar has a chance to be... <laughs> I said I no. don't. Avatar has has the opportunity now that I think it deserves um, because this story, I think it's it's a really amazing story on so many different levels. Um, it can To me, it can rival any cinematic universe, including Star Wars, Marvel, Harry Potter... Star Trek, whatever. Mm-hmm. This universe has that potential.
0: If it messes up or doesn't go well, I think uh, it will more likely be due to something that Viacom slash CBS is doing than yeah. something that Avatar is doing. Because it's one more streaming service, right? And that's always a big concern for me, is mm. which streaming yeah. service breaks. But um, yeah, honestly, that,
1: thinking yep. about when I when I watched the presentation of Paramount Plus, I was like, this stuff is. For. And like I, I'm not gonna pay money. We'll for, pool for, money. For and I'll that. actually chip in. For oh, one we're, for you for once. we're 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 splitting the Paramount <laughs> plus when Avatar gets here. <laughs> and only when Avatar gets here, like I probably owe you
0: a full streaming service for the next thirty or forty years. Actually, so like maybe I can get it <laughs> when it happens. But um, yeah, if it if it doesn't go well, I don't think it's gonna be anything that Avatar did yeah. or that Brian and but-
1: I do. So. But the studio will still could still be around, right? And they could still make stuff for Nickelodeon. They could still make stuff for uh, for movie releases. So maybe it isn't completely uh, reliant on Paramount Plus's success.
0: I hope not. That would be, you know. Not that not I was, so I'm doubting Paramount Plus at all, but you know I hope it's uh, of, independent. One of these
1: one of these stream there's not enough money to go around for all these streaming services. I think um one's gonna break to Universal network. uh whatever they call it, Universal something I don't forget what Peacock. That's what they call it. Peacock pretty much is like, hey, you can watch the office. All the office. That's their <laughs> that's their, <laughs> that's, their that's their plug. Their number two on. is can, psych which I love. I'm always saying that I'll
0: have to try to get Chris to watch it at some point. You probably actually won't like it. It's really not that great, but I like it.
1: Psych. Um, (laughs) And then, uh, and then Apple TV. I don't know anyone who really likes Apple TV, but Apple TV is going to survive because Apple has a bunch of money. I'm going
0: to, I will do the free trial, Chris, at some point when we have a free week to like watch Ted Lasso. I will yeah. I'll do the free trial and I'll holler and then we'll watch Ted Lasso and review it at the end of the week. Oh good. Yeah, because I do want to watch Ted Lasso. Uh, I'll sign up at some point. We'll we'll convene. <laughs> All
1: right. Whenever you no don't, don't rush to
0: do it. Maybe after basketball, like in, in a okay. sweet spot between after basketball and before summer is like full, full swing.
1: <laughs> Honestly, the only ones that I'm pretty sure are gonna keep going are Amazon Prime because Amazon has a a load of money. of money common factor here bunch of money uh <laughs> netflix uh well actually you know what netflix is not the thing is flawless they're not um because everyone is taking the content off of netflix now and the netflix, netflix is-
0: movies the movies that netflix is putting money into i don't know as much about this stuff financially as you but my My outside view is that they don't seem to always be that well liked. I don't Netflix original movies
1: that are costing them lots of money like give, if Netflix, like why as sometimes I think to myself, like why do I have Netflix? Like I don't honestly watch it as much as I used to right now. it's for the good uh, place, which we're watching. That's a Netflix uh, at the moment but yeah, but soon, all that stuff is gonna be awful. No one's gonna give Netflix their stuff anymore. Do you like Netflix- the Netflix
0: original movies? Like those are ex- they're so expensive and they and maybe I'm making a mountain out of a
1: molehill, but that's like uh, a huge
0: financial. i mean, limit.
1: I, I've, I like them. I like some I've watched. I like the old guard and okay. I like to the boy to all the boys I've ever loved. Was the old guard but the one it, with the immortal
0: people that like Yes couldn't die until randomly they just died? Uh yes.
1: Charlene's that one. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And the kid um, that played Dudley Dursley from Harry Potter, yeah,
1: okay, I kind of liked that one. That's good. Um, but like the original shows, like all they have, I mean, they ha- they have a lot. But um, what, um... like, like, like
0: series sellers or what? Uh, uh, service sellers. What What's the things right now yeah. in your experience that people are like, I'm gonna pay Netflix money because I need to see this show. And they're there. Yeah, like know. obviously Netflix is Stranger
1: Stranger but... Things I think is the biggest thing that people love. I always to forget that that's up
0: there for Netflix. And... But that's like
1: once a year. <laughs> um, it's like you you, you watch you, you can just buy Netflix for that week and then be uh, be done with it. Um, so. But I do think I think HBO Max, Disney Plus, um,
0: and uh, as long as Hulu is in cahoots with uh, with. Um, the Disney Plus NESP, and ESPN, like as long as that whatever that weird partnership is exists, yeah. Hulu will get to piggyback on those successfully, no. quote unquote.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, Hulu is only around because of Disney Plus. Hulu, Hulu has last sports, Hulu, Chris. Hulu will eventually go away. It will. Um, and I am. I hope it happens 100%.
0: strictly because they their service. The the next time that Hulu actually lets me pick up where I left off. In any given episode, uh, on the right episode, a, I, will, a I will call UI. you and let you know it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> um, anyway, uh,
1: yeah, we're, we're, uh... <laughs> whole, you know, that could be that. his own
0: whole episode. Long story short, if this doesn't go well, it's probably not going to be anything related to these beautiful Avatar studios, but yes. we'll, we'll approach it objectively if it is their fault. Maybe, I'll see. That's all I got. Tremendous news. We're extremely excited. Thanks for watching and sticking with us. Let us know your thoughts uh, down in the comments. My name's Sean. That's Chris Ford, AKA the objective geek. And you can get us at last underscore podcasters on Twitter and Instagram. We don't do a ton on Instagram and Facebook. And maybe if there's no earth, uh, earth shattering news next week, we will return to our regularly scheduled programming. That's all I got. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you next time.